You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello there, welcome to Club Nintendo, a special Star Wars spoiler cast on episode 8, The Last Jedi. Welcome John, how's it going? Hey Tim, what's up? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, it's 2018. It is uh, January 1st, in fact, as we record this. New Year's, yeah. And what better way to start the new year than talking about Star Wars, as one does. Uh, welcome, Je- welcome, Aaron. How you doing? Uh, hey, pretty good. I even have my like movie candy. I think mm. I got some dots. I got my movie cider, you know. <laughs> <laughs> got my movie uh, cocktail. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Holiday rum, rum and rum and coke. What do you got there? It is rum and coke. This is Sailor Jerry's rum. There you go. Very nice. So uh, it's my favorite rum. Okay. I got some for the Christmas. Wonderful. And uh, I'm enjoying it now. Are, is your family an eggnog and rum kind of family? No, we've never had eggnog. Oh wow! I, my, I grew up the same way. Then I, then I came out to New Hampshire and eggnog all over the place. It's great. Really? No, we've never been eggnoggers. Oh, it's so good. It's really bad for you, but it's so good. Anyways, we're not here to talk about eggnog, although we could do a whole hour on that, I'm sure. Um, maybe, maybe not. Uh, no, we could probably do five minutes. <laughs> five yeah. minutes. Either, uh, we could good. do a whole hour on favorite cocktails, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, The Last Jedi. Uh, I've seen it twice. John's seen it twice. Aaron, you're at view number one there. Just once, yeah. And it's a real good movie, guys. It is. It's not perfect. No movie is. Wait, we don't hate this? No, I no. Get, yeah, we don't hate this. We're <laughs> not haters. It, We're not haters. Okay, There's I loved some it. Haters out there, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm not gonna rank them because it's way too soon to rank something in theaters. Still, oh, I can rank it. I can in. rank it. Oh, you can rank it. Yeah, where, where does this sit into your your lineup? For I think this is uh, well, Empire's number one. Obviously, I mean that's just... obviously nothing in tops Empire. Nothing. It's hard to, but this I mm-hmm. think I think this comes right after it. I I kind of agree. I think yeah. it's I think it for me at least Empire. It's better than Jedi. It's definitely better than Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that definitely better than that. Except for like the final scene of the Return of the Jedi, the Emperor Luke and Vader all facing off. That moment's really great. It's hard to top that moment, but there are so many good moments in the Last Jedi. As like a whole film, it's much better to me than Return but, uh, of the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. we can talk about that later, probably where we were. I'd put it, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I coming out of the theater, I was just like blown away with. I was just like, whoa! I was just like, there's so much here to take in. I can't believe everything I just witnessed. Yeah, and the, the big thing is just everything that uh, was set up by Abrams. Just like, oh, we're going a different direction there. That's no guy. Let's just kill. So, Spoilers. Uh, I think we mentioned that, right? Uh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> All right. Is that yeah. where we're, we're going to start with Snoke? You want to start there? Uh, yes, yeah, Snoke. He's, he's no more. He's been chopped in half like uh, Darth Maul before him. What? Uh, so we're starting at the end of the movie? I don't know. That's, yeah. <laughs> the middle so, of the movie. Uh, amazingly, the second time watching the movie, I was waiting for that scene to hit. And I forgot how late in the movie that actually happened. I thought that was much earlier. No, it's, it's like, pretty. It's like mid movie, right? It's mid the I late. thought it was towards the end. Yeah, it's definitely towards the end. Like and I didn't the last like quarter. Yeah, it definitely is. And I thought it was. I guess it is because it's then. That's afterwards. He goes down to the uh, the, the, the salt, salt planet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but I with the first viewing, everything just 
I was so enamored by everything that it was like it felt like it was so much quicker into it, but it wasn't. Uh, but every every expectation, everything that Abrams set up, it just went in a different direction. Like the lightsaber got thrown off Luke's back. Uh, the, See, but the killing of Snoke, uh, I, I, parent, Ray's parentage was so built up. It was even was built it up. It was even was built, it really up. It was, built up in the, it, in the Force Awakens. The trailer did. The trailer was like uh, of Force Awakens, very much alluded to who was Ray's parents. You know, talked about uh, the trailer. I don't even remember the trailer. How do you remember the trailer? Uh, I, I've watched it recently. You know. I don't yeah, think it was ever saying anything about her parents. It was just saying like where she came from. It was yeah, who, like, who am I is what it was about. Like, who, who am I? Well, yeah. it was. It did talk about Skywalker and like you know my and father. We got, and, and we got a lot of. And we, we got did. a lot of Luke Skywalker. We did. We did. But yeah, I see. I don't. I don't agree with this whole like he went against everything Abram set up because Abram set up a scene with Luke and Ray where the movie starts. And did, I think he, did, did anyone uh, think he just throw it off his back? Maybe he did. Maybe Abrams would think that. We don't know what he thought. He set it up for him to continue on, and that's what he did. I think this makes a good sequel, he, though. I think that makes I, a better no, sequel. I, agree. Uh, I think. It, yeah. I mean, I think it does make a better sequel. And the thing with Snoke, I don't think they built up Snoke to be this like big, huge character. I think everyone themselves built up Snoke to be this big, huge character. Yeah, I'm good with just maybe getting a little flashback backstory in the next movie. No, no, that's the thing about star Wars. Do you, do you need a backstory for every character? Do you need Just to know where, brief, where like Phasma a, came from? Do you like, care where Phasma came maybe, from? Do maybe you, a sentence. What of, about Akbar? Do we need an Akbar backstory in a movie? Like where does it like, <laughs> why, why does this character need it? Why is everyone so obsessed with this character? I'm just why? curious where this guy came from. I think uh, the reason why people are so curious about him is because he stands out. He's like, so, so different. Like what happened to this dude's face? Like, that <laughs> that was always my question. It's like how how yeah, did yeah. you get into this position? I don't really need a and whole just, movie to explain it. Mm-hmm. I just want to know like, like a sentence, why was he so you know yeah. um, like significant? How how was he the leader? How did, how did he get to be leader? I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. Fair. Like there's just like in this movie, there's a sentence about Darth Sidious. Like I just want a sentence of like a very basic. Well, you know, again, you it's the only the second part in. Like you know, there's only the second part in a three-parter, so we could maybe still find out. Yeah, parts, I, I, I'd be know. curious if they eventually do a Snoke standalone movie. <laughs> um, they're uh, standalones. What else did people? People were really like they didn't like the comedy, which it seemed to be on par with Star Wars comedy. Yeah, Leia, so Leia tells you know, do you mind if I go and get out and push? Which you wouldn't push a spacecraft. That that seemed like a weird thing to do. Oh, she said. Um, I don't even. I didn't even remember that line. And like uh, the this walking carpet out of my way. And I don't oh, know. you're talking about the original. Trilogy. The original trilogy, yeah. Um, oh, I think it was on par with. It was on par with Force Awakens too. Yeah, I thought so too. I didn't think any jokes were. They all landed with me. Like when I was watching, I they all made sense to me, and they they didn't really stick out. Yeah. Um, and a, a lot of people took it. Uh, the Canto bite. Uh, people did not like that. Apparently, well, it was a little. It, it's too self indulgent, is what. Uh, I think the opposite. I don't think it was indulgent enough. Like, if you're gonna take us all the way to this planet, like, give us more. Don't give us like a fifty, like a ten minute. Like, here it is. Now we're out of here. Like, what the why? I just it was a lot for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess one of the big lessons in this movie is failure. 
I mean, everybody failed in a big way. Yeah, I th- I think that's where this movie mirrors Empire a lot, though, because Empire was a lot of failure too. Yeah, that it was. I mean, Luke failed the. the he failed test. everything. He failed, he failed everything. everything. He lost his hand. He failed Yoda. He left Yoda there hanging. Yeah, uh, it's mostly men failing and women being smart and sensible, mostly. I don't know. I think Ray did the Ray, same thing. Did Ray was a little. Limp- yeah, she was impulsive. She did this. She, yeah, she did the same thing that Luke did in Empire. She's like halfway through her training. She's like, "No, I gotta go. Peace out. Like, I, I got this." And Luke's like, "Don't go." Just like Yoda said, "Don't go." And she, she's <laughs> like, "Okay, I'm gonna go. Forget it." And it turned out better for Ray. She didn't lose an arm at least. She didn't lose her arm. <laughs> Could you? I don't know if the audience is ready for uh, something like that. For I don't know. It just that's be, that would be so serious if Ray lost a limb or something. <laughs> I mean, it happens in the Star Wars world. It does, but. I don't, oh man. Yeah, it was also a big lesson about, you know, don't go in with your guns blazing. That doesn't really solve anything most of the time. Like, Poe, uh, yeah. Like Poe destroying po, yeah. the whole bomber army and. It kind of bugs me. That, that thing, the whole, his whole storyline, the only thing that bugged me about that was I feel like all of that would have been alleviated if she had just told him what was going on. Like, I don't really like it in movies when they build a whole storyline based on two people not communicating, when they just could have communicated. It seems kind of cheap to me. Yeah. I mean, I understand that in a military setup, you don't, you know, this this person just got demoted. He's not a high-ranking person at all. He's, yeah. Like, you follow I, orders. and But the I, leadership of um, Halden or whatever her name is. Yeah, Holden. Holden, I yeah. think. Yeah. She could have done a little bit better with leadership and like agreed, exuding confidence that we have a plan that we're gonna be okay. She never yeah. exuded that confidence. She was just quiet and eh, we, we'll, not gonna we'll, tell you what's going on. And, we're gonna yeah. keep going this way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it, that, that felt a little like eh, you really kind of just like got lazy on that part. But I feel like I, uh, I don't know. That was that. That felt a little weak. That was the only part that kind of felt weak to me. Was that kind of narrative? Yeah, I wanted maybe just one scene to like her and Leia just talking. It's like, should we tell Poe about our plan or something? I don't know something. That and I get the whole I get the whole military analogy, but this isn't like a big built of military. This is like the rebels at their weakest, like ever. They have like one, like three ships of people left. Yeah, at the like, end of the not, movie, not at the end of the movie, ranking, yeah. At the end of the movie, they all fit into the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, exactly. The whole the whole rebel <laughs> is literally inside the Millennium Falcon. If they get shot down, that's it. It's all yeah, done. Yeah, I feel very confident that uh, the resistance is gonna uh, win. Uh, oh man, gosh. But yeah, I I was on my edge of my seat the whole time. I really I did liked. You- did, I liked you think, all of it. did you think Lando would show up when they did the call for for people to show up? I don't think so, because I kind of knew the cast going into this, I feel like. Okay. I was kind of happy he didn't show up. That would have been too easy. I thought he'd, if he was going to be anywhere, I thought he'd have like a cameo or something on Canto Light. Yeah, yeah. I've, heard a, I've heard a lot of people say that because it kind of fits his personality. Yeah. I feel like then it would be too much of a callback to Empire Strikes Back. Like you know, yeah. the second movie in both trilogies, <laughs> like you in, get introduced to Lando. It seems kind of yeah, fair point. Yeah, cookie cutter at that point. Mm-hmm. But I, not not saying that I wouldn't love to see Lando. I would love to see Lando come mm-hmm. back. 
I, it I would really be awesome. Like, I really like the music at Cantobite. Like the music in the entire movie was probably one of the highlights. Like yeah. it was really. I I kind of think the music Cantobite is better than the Cantina band and the original Star Wars movie. Really, I don't really remember the music from Cantobites. It wasn't that memorable to me. Oh, you should listen to it again. It's good. Okay. It didn't. It doesn't stand out like the Cantina band. Well, I think because it was a little bit less prominent as far as uh, the mix. But yeah, uh, it's on, it's on Apple Music. Uh, have a listen; it's good. Um, what else? Aaron is. Uh, we'll be back in a couple months, hopefully. Um, hit the drop off. Um, so, uh, I've got the opening crawl here. If it's worth just like going through, where? Sure. Let's let's start there. Yeah. Okay. So the first order reigns. Having decimated the peaceful Republic, Supreme Leader Snoke now deploys his merciless legions to seize military control of the galaxy. Ah. <laughs> Only General Leia Organa's band of resistance fighters stand against the rising tyranny, certain that Jedi Master Luke Skywalker will return and restore a spark of hope to the fight. But the resistance has been exposed as the First Order speeds toward the rebel base. The brave heroes mount a desperate escape. So, uh... There we go. And that's where we, we pick it off, kind of like Empire, where they're fleeing Hoth. In this case, they're fleeing some some other planet. Yeah, I mean, this really, really takes place, I feel like, right after Episode 7, right? I, so, I, the timeline's weird. So, the Ray storyline definitely picks up right where it left off, right? Yep. But... At the end of seven, you had that planet destroyed that was like the Death Star planet. Yeah. And then I feel there's some time that passed between them getting blown up and Is it? Because them. I feel like is it? Because I feel like doesn't Kylo don't you hear their first conversation with Snoke afterwards? Like he's like, He fail you failed me. You let that girl do everything. It seems like he healed up way too quick for that to happen too though. Well, he's got case. that little like they had that little thing on his face that was like healing him for him. I thought, and then his his torso is like shot, right? Uh, I don't remember that much. Yeah, it feels like more time has passed than we'd be led on to believe. Like the Ray spends a lot of time, I think, at that that island more so than the story would have you believe. I think um, I think that's I think that's a fair uh, like like time time slower for Ray. Yeah, and then I don't know, maybe two weeks. Pa- I I don't know, a couple of weeks, maybe a month passed before they have to flee the the planet. Because is it they're they're fleeing the planet that they had the base on during yep. Force Awakens? Is that yep. right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They had to leave it because you know they knew where it was at that point. Okay. And even though they took out the Death Star planet, what was it called? The Star Killer. Yeah, Star Killer base. Star Killer base. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they were, you know, they're still overpowering them so much that they were coming after him. Yeah. Okay. And then, how did Kylo escape that planet? He got picked up on some kind of Uber or something. He did. I think at the end didn't. <laughs> I think some. Sh- I haven't watched the Force Awakens in a while, but I'm pretty sure at the end he's he skips out before it. Okay. You know, goes to crap. Okay. Um, so yeah, they are escaping, and this is where Poe um, goes after the Dreadnought. Is that what they're called? Yeah the the. This is like a mini Death Star. 
is what I'm thinking it is, basically. Yeah, it's, it's got a technology from the Death Star, I think, and it can take out whole, you know, ships and, you know, big things. Yeah. Yep. So they do a bombing run. He, uh, and this is where he does this first stupid thing of, you know, listen to, to General Organa, Leia, you know, listen to her when she tells you, hey, turn around, time to go home. It's him, you know. It's you know, a little cocky. Yeah, a little cocky. And basically, everyone dies except for Poe and. Except for Poe. Poe's the only survivor, is that right? No, there's a. I feel like when Leia looked at her screen, there was a couple ships that survived. Oh, that's right. There's a handful of uh, X Wings and stuff. It wasn't much. No. But, uh, yeah, I feel like Poe definitely messed up there big time. Um, but that's part yeah. of developing up his character in this movie, you know, getting to see him grow. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but some of his moves he were pulling here were sick, like that, that turnaround thing he yeah, did. Yeah, the 180. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, I loved watching that stuff. So, Rogue One was a military, you know, heist kind of movie. This opening scene of Last Jedi was the best war war scene I've seen in a Star Wars movie, I think. Yeah, it really, uh, I think, yeah, it didn't go over to the top too much. Like, there weren't, like, so many ships, like, in Return of the Jedi where they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, what they did was really, really cool. The, the bombs falling out and, you know, the... The last one finally making it, and, and every all the pose moves and everything, it was really good. Yeah, I feel that they need um like an Apple Watch for setting the bombs off or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> they have all this technology, but they yeah, well, well, well he had well. it in his hand, but so yeah, the one the the last ship that was taking out the Dragnod, uh, the there the ship has two people, one person piling it, and one person I guess controlling the weapons, and that of that ship, you know. The guy controlling the bombs, he, he had passed out or died or whatever, and he, he his controller was way up in the other part of the ship. So yeah. they couldn't they couldn't detonate it. Yeah. Hey, you need the you need the remote control. Yeah, so this girl had to do all this crap just to detonate bombs, you know, just to mm-hmm. take out this one ship. Which they did, but you know, everyone it died. Like you should be able to just remote control the, the plane and just not have anyone die. That that would be good. Little drone, no drone, uh, uh, in the Star Wars universe for this one. Not yet, no. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad BB-8 didn't die. You know, just say that. <laughs> oh yeah, that would uh, that be tough, man. Savage. I don't think that's yeah, be terrible. <laughs> uh, so Octu, Ray, and uh, Luke. What do you think about the new Luke? The uh, very um, emotionally uh, torn off Luke. Um, so I really this is probably like my favorite part of the movie is what they did with Luke, and I know a it's lot of part that some people hate the most. It's right? probably the thing a lot of people hate the most, but it's my favorite thing because I feel like this is the Luke we've never gotten to see. Like I kind of feel like this. Yeah, this would be Luke after thirty years of you know being Luke Skywalker and, and failing Kylo Ren and all this stuff. I really just like to see characters out of their element, you know, and I really mm-hmm. thought this was really, really great. Like I, I he turned into Yoda. He's like, yes, exactly. Eccentric. He turned into Hermit Luke. Like it's he's very eccentric. Yes. He's eccentric. He's, you know, he, I love the part where one of the funniest parts in the movie, when he was milking that thing and he, He's drinking the milk and he just looks at Ray with that fa- with that smile, like, "Yeah, this is my life. Like, get over it." Like, <laughs> and yeah, a lot of people were upset that he threw the lightsaber, 
over, you know, over his shoulder, like, you know, but honestly, what were you, what, what did you expecting him to do? Like grab it, like turn it on and just start like flipping it around. Like, I don't know. It seems like that's what he'd, he'd be like. Yeah, cool. Yeah. My lightsaber. Look at where I live. Do you think I care? Like, this is, it's your time now. Like, this is not about me. Like, I... That's like bringing back your old, uh, a favorite pen you have. I don't know. It (laughs) seems like he's just like, eh, he's just like, and he's like, and? Like, I don't know. I I didn't, it didn't bother me as much as it bothered a lot of people. So the lightsaber is finally destroyed. Well, it's in half. In two pieces, but they have the they have the both they have both halves too, right? Both halves, and I think the crystals is the important part. Do you think Ray's going to repair this lightsaber? I think Ray's going to repair it, and I I suspect she's going to have a double bladed lightsaber. Do you think it'll be have a new casing? You think though that casing is done? Oh, that casing's done. Yeah, she's just going to take the crystals. Okay. Hey, what color blade do you think Ray will? Two different color blades. Does it have to be blue since crystals? How how does the color work? I don't is know. It, I think the crystal matches certain. I don't know the science of the fake science of lightsabers. So yeah, because all of the Death Stars have been green red and green. Red. Oh yeah, they are green. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What about the the, the, the Death Star Tech, red. the Dreadnought? Are those green too? I don't that, those are orange or red, right? It was like a big like thing. I feel like it was a whole big cannon, right? Yeah, but the, it was like a red. Was it a red one? I don't I remember. Think so. I'm just trying to think because it's the same technology in Death Stars as lightsabers. Uh, yes. I, yeah, that's right. Yeah, as you learn in Rogue One. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like Hermit Luke. I like I like you getting this this different perspective. Like it's been 30 years since we've seen him. I feel like people. That's a long time. And you're gonna change. And you're not gonna. You know, even like I feel like even old Luke. People are like. Luke's so whiny. Luke has always been whiny. He was whiny in the original movies. He wasn't even, you know, was he even that great in the original movies? Eh. You know, he was just, he was along for the ride and he was the guy who happened to be there. I happen to think, I happen to think after watching this movie that Leia is the chosen one and, you know, Luke just happened to be in the wrong place (laughs) at the wrong time, but, you know. Right. We'll get into that probably later, but yeah, uh, I, I like Hermit Luke. I like Luke's story in this. I especially love the ending with Luke, but we'll, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. get into that. Yeah. So what do you? Th- so the whole thing about Luke seems to be uh, his wanting the tear down of the man-made religions of the Jedi and the Sith, and it, it kind of relates directly to like real the religion here on Earth, like and like uh, the government being the Sith and like the Jedi being you know over religious types that are. Or I don't know. It seems there's a direct parable to like man-made things going wrong, and let's get to the core of what beliefs should be. And I don't know. I, I liked it, that part because he he kind of tells it like it is. He's like, you know, when have the Jedi ever been so great? Like, you know, they let Darth Sidious take over. You know, they they never really, you know. He said, in their prime, they pretty much failed everybody. And when you look back at the movies, they always talk about how the Jedi are so great. But when you think about it, they've never really done anything that great. Like, everything they've done, they kind of caused in, in some sort of way. So I, I'm kind of with Luke on this one. I'm like, maybe I, maybe he's right. Like, from his perspective, maybe it does seem like they need to go away and start something fresh. Yeah, and so, like, Jedis are, like, celibate 
like monks, like in the in the prequels at least. Yeah. And so it runs into your family. Like the Skywalker family has good force awareness, right? So and you know, some people don't like midichlorians as an explanation, but it seems to be there would be a genetic or biological thing to it. And if Jedi are celibate, it seems to be like a weird way of um, not being able to uh, progress your your Jedi family very far. Well, this movie kind of throws away midichlorians, I thought, because the way Luke described it, he's like the he said, no one has the Force. The Force is is everywhere. You know, no one no one is born with this. Anyone can take control of it. Well, so when I. So when I watched that, I kind of took it as, wow, he's really, like, I thought he was just kind of dismissing midichlorians altogether. I thought, and- okay, so I thought he was dismissing the man-made Jedi versus Sith and, like, what you do with the Force, but... Maybe, that's, know, maybe that's, yeah. that's... I mean, that's you could interpret it that way, for sure, yeah. Yeah, because... That's just how I... That's how I took it. He, he was being like, this is... This is nothing. We He was pretty much saying to Ray. Jedi are no better than everyone else. Like they are just using the same things that everyone has, but just doesn't realize. Right. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, the scene when Luke asked about Han was, was that's so probably good. like literally some of like the best three seconds in a star <laughs> right. Wars movie. Like literally yeah. when he looks up and he says, so one thing about Luke is that, there's Hermit Luke, which I really love. Mm-hmm. But what makes Hermit Luke so good in this movie is when he be unbecome, when he goes back to old Luke, when he switches back to old style Luke. And one of those moments is when he said, where's Han? You see the look in his face and his voice, his influxes and his voice change. He gets that different look. You also see it when he's with, you know, another character, Yoda. You also see it when he's with R2. So I feel like if we didn't have Hermit Luke, it wouldn't make these other Lukes stand out so much. It wouldn't make him so like, whoa, like there he is. There's, a, you know, it wouldn't make it as special. Yeah, I agree. And he did come through. And I, Mark Hamill, I think, has learned a lot in these 30 years doing all the voice acting and whatever he's been up to. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's the, grown a lot as yeah, an actor. Uh, yeah, he's, a, I mean, he's like, with Batman, he's like the best. Everyone. Yeah. Joker is, you know, Tom. Like you can't beat it. Everyone thinks he's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, he's one of the few that actually had a career after Star Wars. Well, Harrison Ford, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, Harrison Ford almost, you know, Star Wars helped launch his career. So. It did. Yeah, it was in Indy and Star Wars were like his launching off pads. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the moment on the Falcon when R two uh, plays back Leia's tape? I loved it. I thought it was it, it, like, I know, you know, it's one of those things you didn't think you were going to see and then you see it. And I thought it, it struck really well. Cause you know, just seeing that, I mean, just seeing R2 and Luke again together mm-hmm. in the same room was like really special. I thought, yeah. and then to bring that up again was even more special. So I thought it, it played well with me. I liked it a lot. Now, something I heard on the talk show, uh, they did a Jedi cast uh, recently is uh, the one tweak uh, recommended in, the, in their script or whatever would be uh, when Luke and Leia meet for the first time, Luke showing up and saying, I'm Luke Skywalker, I'm here to rescue you, would have been uh, a good moment. <laughs> yeah, but they, they didn't have that recorded, did they? 
Oh, like when like when Luke saw yeah, Leia like later yeah, like movie. Luke used that as like a a joke or something. Uh, that would have been good. You'd have to act. You'd have to pull that off. You'd have to be very careful with how you perform that, but. That would yeah, be. he'd have to be like, yeah. I feel like that'd be a hard delivery. It would I, be a very hard delivery. I, I did like Leia's delivery of, you know, oh, you know, you, you know, don't. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. My hair, like, you know, that, that, I thought that was a really good too. I thought that was super yeah. late. You know, it's very Leia like. Yeah, uh, she does that with. She did that with Han in the last movie. I'm, I'm pretty sure, right? Did she? Did she, she mentioned her hair. Yeah, she, mentioned, <laughs> she mentioned her hair with Han. What's one cool thing about her in this movie is, if you didn't know, her haircut in the Last Jedi is actually a widow's haircut. Oh, did not. Know yeah. That. So, the certain haircut a lot of widows get, I think, you know, traditional, you know, uh, back in the day haircuts and used to mean a lot of different things. Different from the Force Awakens haircut. Yep, it's different. In the Force Awakens, you might remember she had the little hair braids going around. Yeah. And this one, she has actually a widow, a widower's haircut. So, which is interesting because Han and Leia were not not married, married, but obviously, yeah. yeah, obviously, it's a symbol of you know, yeah, hmm. kind of a callback to yeah. Han being gone, okay. which is cool. Uh, yeah. Um, back to back to uh, Leia. What do you think of flying Leia in space? You've seen it twice now. Did the second time? Did that? You knew it was coming. It was you coming. watched it. I, I don't have a big. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, it could have been done better than it was, but uh, I don't know a big problem with it. Um. So this is. I think this. Uh, the first time I saw it, definitely took me aback. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on?" Well, first off. When they killed off Leia, I was like, holy, what the... Because that would have been a major rewrite, because they had said they're not going to... They said they filmed all the scenes, is what they said. I had thought they hadn't filmed any scenes yet for the the episode 9. Like, that's what... Yeah, nine's done. They don't have her for 9. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, just when when that moment happened, I was really like, (gasps) like, you know, holy crap, they just did that. And then to see her again... Once you saw her body in space, that freaked me out because we've never just seen a body in space before, like in Star Wars. It's very... We've seen Darth Vader, the end of Rogue One, just overlooking space from an open... Like, he's in space just standing on the bridge or whatever. I'm talking about, like, a dead body. Like, was she dead? Or she uh, no, I th- So, I thought... So, this is her bringing her... Like so, in extreme situations, people can like lift cars and do crazy things. This is like the force, like the force comes out of her, and in sense the moment, the force just erupts out of her and shields her from space and the explosion, and just it protects her. Is my position. A lot of people always want to see Leia use the force, so this was a cool way to do it. Like something you weren't expecting. Uh, I just, I didn't understand, I didn't understand if she was dead. I didn't understand if she was unconscious. Like, I didn't really know what was going on. I thought visually it could have been done a little bit better. Everyone's like, you know, she looked like a witch, whatever. So yeah, visually it probably could have maybe looked a little bit, uh. Yeah, visually it could have been better. I also thought, I really wish it didn't take that much out of her. Like, why'd she have to get, uh, go to the hospital after she, you know. 
Got the force. You got the force. Why? Why yeah. you get hostile? You're good. Yeah, it seems reasonable. She'd have to like you know get a layer. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Aaron? Um, I think it was really creepy to see her floating out there. I was like, yeah. this is really weird to see, like, yeah, just like this dead body. But then when she had, like started to fly back, I was like, I never thought it was like the force to me. It kind of seemed like kind of how Luke like sacrificed himself at the end. But like, that was kind of like her sacrifice, but then like her spirit or something kind of lived on is what I saw it as like in that. um, Well, just in like the few minutes there where like she, you know, was flying back or whatever, but then later on, you know, stuff changed. So I'm not really sure what I think about it now. The moment leading up to it where Kylo doesn't shoot was such a great moment. Yeah, I didn't know what he was going to do. Of them two connecting and him not shooting. I mean, he killed his. He killed Han. So I honestly, Han. I honestly didn't know what he was going to do. Yeah, uh, you know the mom's. You know, mom's a little bit. You know, different from from your dad. Yeah, I guess for, yeah. for, for Kylo family, that is. I guess you know. <laughs> but but uh, so I watched the trailer after seeing this movie. And I'm glad I didn't see the trailer because until they give away that moment of Kylo and Leia connecting and him about the shooter, like yeah, they did. Yeah. I'm glad I did not see the trailers. They gave away a lot of stuff in that movie in that trailer. I thought. Anyways, yeah, I still haven't seen the trailer. So they're good trailers, <laughs> but yeah, don't watch it before you watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, I only saw. I stopped after the teaser. I said no more. Uh, that's all I saw. Yeah. Uh, Aaron. Uh, you want to talk about from the escape or uh, some of the uh, Octu scenes with Luke and Ray? Um, no, not in particular. I thought it was a very interesting way to have like you know like a dialogue between these two from so far away. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that is the last moment, Ray. Or uh, Kylo and uh, Leia will have together. Um, kind of sad. There won't yeah. be a big so, conversation. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to go. We'll... Mm. Yeah. So with that, I, I see the opening crawl of Nine just killing off Leia. God, they cannot do that. Are you serious? That's the only way you can do it, right? They're not going to have a funeral scene, I don't think. Why? I don't. I think that's very appropriate. Yeah, they should. I think they should. It's been a while since there's been like a giant kind of procession type Didn't thing. They, they they killed off one of the queens in like episode three and had a, like a funeral too, right? Like they did that. Like yeah. I think opening it with the funeral of Leia would actually be like, I, maybe the, I don't know. It, it, they can make it work. It kind of sucks because if she they, they, they ended with her dead. on the Falcon. I mean, that, well, that sucks too. That'd be Got perfect it. too because think about now they're down to just a small number of like resistance and like the funeral could show a lot of people like, you know, coming, coming, coming together. together. Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe Leia's death will be the coming yes. together of everyone in the galaxy. Ooh, <laughs> I like where this is going. It could be good. I do. See, I, I do see this episode nine picking up a good five or 10 years later after the resistance has built up some. You think? I think that's fair because Jedi took place a good bit after Empire, and things you know, Luke had finished his training, and Episode One, Episode Two is like a decade. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, that they do time jumps. Yeah, but I feel like there's, I feel like there's the, 
There's no way they could take so down. Much, the, there were, they can't years, take down the first order with like two people. I mean, I know, but ten years <laughs> is so much story to give up. Like you know, ten years is so much yeah. story to to just give up and not see. Like I would hate to be like ten years later, and I'm like, well, what? Like I want to see those ten years. Like I want to see like Raya finish her training and I really don't, become. I want to see the next movie of Ray being a like between a Empire, between yeah. Empire and Return. I'm Luke yeah. Skywalker, Jedi Knight. You know, I want Ray to give. You know, she's fully equipped to take on. Yeah, I mean that that's true. Yeah, I could see that. This was the training movie, Ray, and we got our training in this movie. And this is this is like the Finding Yourself movie. Yeah, the next one, I don't know what it'll be. Actually, I'm sure it'll be. It'll be Ray and Kylo. I I assume will be the big centerpiece. Well, that, a lot of people got mad because they're like, again, with Snoke, because they're like, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. well, you know, he wasn't. He's supposed to die in the third one, and I thought it was better this way because yeah. now, because now you have some crazy kid in charge of everything. Like, did you see him at the end? How like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, how erratic he was. Like, I think that's going to be really make the third one really interesting. Yeah, I'm glad. Like, we've already seen what a trilogy of the Empire ruling everything. I want this little immature kid. What, exactly. What he does. Yeah, it's it's very much like. If uh, if Darth Vader took over, you know, at the end of Empire, like Luke joined me together, we can take down the Empire, and yeah. But so the decision with Ray here is interesting, because uh, Kylo is kind of proposing, I think, sort of what Luke suggests of there shouldn't be Jedi or Sith, there should just be people using the Force, and Kylo's like, yeah, let's tear all this down. We don't need. Sith or Jedi, let's just... The ruling of the galaxy is kind of a Sith move, though, I would say. No, I, no, I, I actually, I see it I see it differently. Okay. I see okay. it as Kylo's... Kylo's story is, don't learn from the past. Luke's story is, you need to learn from the past. Like, that's how I saw it. Like, Kylo's like, let's just all, you know, do all this down and do this. And he's like, yeah, he hasn't learned anything. Like, that doesn't work. And, and Luke's like, no, like you need to take everything you've learned and use that. Like none of this has worked. So we need to try something new. Like that's how I kind of saw it. At least yeah. for me, I think. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But then how, how would Luke's plan be like any different? Right. Just, just learning from the past rather than, than just having them, you know, work together and do whatever Kyla was saying. I think Luke was, you know, like, Hey, we need to, I don't know. We need to forget all. Well, I guess that I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Snoke um, connects Ray and Kylo in um, FaceTime. Um, uh, what do you guys think of? That's what he says. I don't. Did he think he really was, or do you think they're actually connected? I th- well, they are now connected. But they are I now think, connected. But. Or maybe not. Maybe it was Snoke initiating every one of those communiques. I don't know. Maybe it was. Yeah. And those are very weird uh, sessions. Like, they were like... It wasn't the same as what Luke did at the end of the movie, but it was kind of there. Luke saw Kylo on the island. Oh, yeah. And they touched, like... I think what they were doing was more like when... Luke and Leia used to talk in like Return of the Jedi where they like, you know, yeah. they say each other's names and they they kind of see each other for a quick second. It was kind of like that on steroids. Yeah, very much on steroids to that. Yeah. 
But I, I thought it was a good way to kind of push, like, you know, a cool way to have them talk without having to talk. Like, I know it's one of those things that a lot of people are like, this is, you know, kind of took a, one of those things that people got mad about. But again, I kind of saw it line up with how Luke and Leia used to talk. So it didn't bother me that much. And I thought it was a cool way to like, just kind of bring these characters together without having to like actually bring them together and kind of move mm-hmm. everything forward. And I kind of thought the way they did it was cool where they kind of were looking at each other from different angles and all the audio cut out and the and, echo and everything. And Ray could shoot a gun and it hurt him, right? Yeah. And he wiped his face off and there was rain from where yeah. she was. Yeah. Very bizarre. I, I, I love the little creatures taking after the Jedi planet. <laughs> what were they called? They're called, uh, what are they called? I don't know. They're little dudes. And yeah, they have a name. It's like they're repairing, they're repairing the, 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 the bullet hole. and Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, oh, you're talking about like the caretakers on the, the island? Caretakers, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the little tiny creatures. Oh, the but... owls. <laughs> the little owls. Their owls. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's an official word for them, but they're fans. I don't like the... those. They're so weird. Oh, they're so cute. It's like oh, whenever they put little things like that in Star Wars, I just think of Jar Jar Binks. These were actually well done, though. No, I, de- I just don't think. I definitely, uh, I definitely see these as Disney's. Like, hey, we can make tons of plushes, right? Yeah, yeah, here you go. yeah. That's exactly what it was. I love the case for not for being vegetarian though in this movie. It's like, God. I mean, yeah, I Chewbacca mean, that- getting guilted into not eating uh, <laughs> the, the little owl. He still eats it. You know, I don't. He, sure he, I don't know if he, he does. I he might have thrown it out. Eh, he already oh. cooked it. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. He got guilted into that. That thing was crying. It's very, you know, worked up. You know. Um. The cave thing, the cavern. Yep. With the with the mirrors. What do you guys think about that whole scene? And her being drawn to it on the when she's meditating. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know what to take from that. I I um, <laughs> uh, definitely weird. Took me a little bit. I had to think about. Was it, it as effective as Empire's uh, him yeah, battling that's, Vader? That's what I kind of attributed, or you know, kind of thought of when I was watching. I'm like, I think this is Ray's version of that. Uh. I don't know if it was as effective because I don't know if they portray, like, I don't know the whole mirror thing. Like, why were there so many of them? I don't know. Maybe she sees different versions of herself. Maybe, you know, I, I, I don't know. It was very strange. Uh, but I definitely see it as, you know, this is the dark side tempting her and trying to force her to look into herself and see, you know, to kind of, you know, kind of see who she is and all that sort of stuff. But uh, it was strange. Yeah. To yeah. say the least. And then, okay, so there's Jedi texts that uh, Ray is now in possession of. Uh, now, Ray being, uh, do you think Ray will actually read these books, unlike Luke? <laughs> and, uh, uh, I think re- Luke read them, right? Yeah, Luke had to have read them because he was talking about them and how Yoda was like, "You didn't read these either, did you?" No, he said patroners they were not, which means, <laughs> yeah. It's not something you're you're gonna like. Oh, I'm really excited to read. It's like you know. Oh, it's it's boring. Pretty much is what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hmm. Okay. Um, and I guess Yoda. Yoda, guys. Yoda is a puppet. He's back. Uh, some shots were better than others, I felt. Like, some shots, it felt like... Did they rip that out of Empire? Because it looked dead on to the Empire uh, Yoda. And there was a couple shots that were a bit more uh, iffy. But overall, uh, I was very impressed. I didn't think... I didn't feel any of that. I thought it all worked. I yeah, mean, I was, was just... That's really great. It was, I was just like, literally, when they when Luke's walking up that mountain and I you was, see those I was like ears, jumping out of my seat. It was like... Oh, I flipped out. <laughs> I was like, no, they are not. Like I'm like, they are not bringing back Yoda. There were was, cheers so, on opening night. In there were, yeah, of course there were. Yeah, I was like, whoa! And then, yeah. like, you just... And then, and then you get the reveal that it's uh, not a CGI Yoda. You know, it's like a legit puppet Yoda that they, you know, recorded or did the same style to do projections like the. I mean, you know, it yeah, looked yeah, Frank so Oz good. Was back at it. Yeah. yeah, Frank Oz was doing the voice, and it looked like he was doing the puppetry. Like it was awesome. Mm, I mean, yeah. that that was honestly a highlight for the whole movie for me. Yeah, definitely. And uh, new new powers with the Force Ghosts. They can now uh, lightning things in the real world. I don't like to think of it as new powers. Like this is one of those things Star Wars fans. Well, it's, it's revealing powers revealing, we did not yeah, see before. The first time we've seen them do it. Like, this one makes this, sense though because yeah, the Force. He's just manipulating the Force to have a lightning storm right there. He's not touching things. He's just yeah. He's manipulating. I mean, you know, the the Emperor Palpatine had like lightning coming out of his freaking hands. So it's true. It's true. Um. No, yeah, yeah I Yoda. Love, Yoda, so Yoda was awesome, and I think that gives credence to think that maybe we might see Luke in the next movie as a ghost. You know, I think yeah. that's probably pretty likely. Yeah, he's gonna be back. Yeah, yeah. he even said as much to to Kylo. It's like, I'm yeah, gonna haunt, I'm gonna haunt you, basically. He said, "I'll like, see you, kid." Like, what's uh, yeah, like, yeah? What's what's uh, a, a Jedi ghost that's also like a spooky? terrorizing ghosts look like i mean that's the same line that han said to luke that's like it i mean you know that's just kind of oh, i thought that was awesome. catch least, that. yeah because that's what han says to luke and what i think it was the it was an empire i think when he leaves leaving off and he's like oh i'm going away i got my money like peace out he's like you know see you around kid and he, he like says that to luke and now luke is now saying it to his son like yeah. Almost has like a slap in the face, like "see you around, kid." <laughs> mm. <laughs> Remember your dad? Yeah, you killed him. Bye. <laughs> I thought that was I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah, I, do. I, I didn't. Um, I didn't notice that until someone pointed it out to me. But no, it's a nice callback. Um, what else? What else? Uh, so much. I love the X-wing being in the water because where else would you park your your X-wing? <laughs> That was cool because it was like, you know, Luke doesn't care. He's done. That was kind of just like a way of showing, like, he's not looking back, man. He crashed it. You know, the ship's. In the I water. thought it was a callback to Empire, where it, he like parked at, it in the lake. I'm at first, it. I at first I thought that because I thought when I saw it, they would be lifting it out of the water at some point later in the movie. Uh, but they didn't do that, so I just figured it was just like them, <laughs> like a symbol of Ray looking down and being like, "Oh yeah, he really doesn't care. He like crashed his ship." Yeah, that's the way I saw it. And then uh, one of the uh, we got to eat. Oh, you're skipping over the red herring. We got to talk about Finn and Rose. Yeah, let's get to that <laughs> in one second. There's one thing I wanted to touch on before I forget, and that is uh, Kylo and Luke's confrontation at the training when okay. Luke's training all these Jedi. There's many different versions of this story that are told. 
And I, I love in Kylo's version how Luke looks like uh, 80 years old and like the Empire um, Emperor. He just um, looks like angry in yeah. Kylo's version. He looks like demented. <laughs> but this is like Luke's like. It seems like to me this is one of Luke's like most poorest decisions he's ever made kind of moments like going in the night and confronting him with his lightsaber out rather than try like so at Return of the Jedi he tries to save his his father and doesn't fight after you're forgetting okay he tries to save his dad after he almost tries to kill his dad so don't leave that part out but (laughs) <laughs> he, he basically gave up on he basically gave up on Kylo and said, oh, you know, I sense a little bit of darkness, and surely the darkness is going to win over the light because it, it, it's like Luke just t- pushed Kylo well, over no, the edge and like uh, is that Luke is highly flawed. He's not meant to be this like perfect character, right? And then he had already been through this this whole experience where he saw what could happen if you have somebody. Yep. His dad, yeah. Powerful. And then so he just wanted to end it. He doesn't want to take any chances. And that's his weakness, right? Is that he 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 doesn't have the foresight to maybe handle like a different way. He just does the first thing he knows. I, exactly. Yeah. I feel he should have had a meditation with Yoda and, and had some uh, some advice on that one. Because <laughs> he pushed he definitely pushed Kylo to the dark side where Kylo could have not gone that way, maybe. Okay. I, I don't know if he, he. I don't know if he pushed Kylo to the dark side. It seemed like Kylo already had like some daddy I, I, issues. I would, I'd wager that Luke. Also, I'd wager know, that Luke went to the dark side briefly in Jedi. At the but that's, end of that I think movie. that's what Luke was getting out of this whole movie. Is like, you're everyone has that in them. Like, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not black or white. He, Luke, literally says in his movie, it is a, it is gray. Like everyone has gray in them. Yeah, and then Luke goes and like tries to kill Kylo, and then. He's like, and then he like realizes, oh, this is really stupid. What am I doing? I'm not a murderer. And then, uh, yeah. Again, like you know, he did the same thing in you know Return or yeah Return of the Jedi. He almost he like cut his dad's hand off. He was yeah. beating him down with like his laser sword. And it wasn't until the very end he's like, wait, what am I doing? Like it's just say he, it's yeah. just classic. It's classic. It's literally classic Luke. <laughs> Luke being Luke again, getting in over his head. He had his uh, he had his uh, Jedi uh, lightsaber in the the, the training. Did you notice yep. that the green lightsaber? Oh yeah, it made well, yeah, what yeah. happened to that thing? Is that gone? I think it's long gone. Okay, I did not notice the first time through uh, him using the uh, destroyed lightsaber about ten minutes after it was destroyed in the battle at the end. Did, did you guys what? know the first time? Oh, yeah, he was using the uh, his dad's the, lightsaber in, at the end of the movie, yeah. Hmm. Which, yeah, I did not realize that. But anyways, let's let's get back. Uh, Rose and Finn. John, you wanted to, to go into to those characters and that whole plot line. Well, I didn't really... I just want to... We don't have to go into them. Sure, I think, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people were disappointed because they expected more out of the Finn character, especially after the first movie. Like, you know, maybe they were expecting him to become a Jedi. Maybe they were expecting him to, you know, do more aerial fighting or, you know, play a bigger role. A fly. I, I don't know. I don't well, That's the thing. People keep saying, like, you know, they built things up in, in The Force Awakens and they, they didn't. didn't. They, they didn't. didn't. Follow, you know, did they really? I don't know. People were seem to be disappointed with this, with this storyline. And I think it's because they people were expecting more out of the Finn character. And 
you know, it was one of those things where I think a lot of people I, – I didn't mind it. I thought I thought the point of the storyline of Finn was to teach Finn that Finn has never fully committed to the to uh, the resistance. You know, he's – He's committed he, to Ray. He's committed to, to Ray, exactly, to yes. Yeah. He, wanted, he wanted to find Ray. That's what he committed to, and that's what this movie shows. But it wasn't until the very end where he finally said, you know, I'm fully committed to the resistance. And I think that's what the storyline was meant to do was to push push Finn in that direction. But and once I, again, fully committed was like, I'm going to be a stupid male, yeah, I'm gonna kill, kill myself. Kill myself, like, myself like, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, could they have done it in a better way, I, in a more meaningful way? I think they definitely probably could have. Yeah. Uh, uh, some people are. I don't like the whole the kiss. Rose gives Finn. I don't have an issue with that. It seems fine. Yeah, take it or leave it. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, it was like it's part of the message of you know, instead of you know just destroy, using hatred and destroying things. You know, save the things you love. It's part of the message of the movie. I think it was important to. I thought it was important to show, like to do that, just to show the contrast between his feelings for. I think. Because if she had never kissed him and you'd never saw his reaction, you never would have thought like, oh man, he really doesn't give a crap about her. Like he really does like Ray. Like, you know, when she kisses him, he looks at her like, what the hell? Almost, you know, so it's like, so it was confirmation that like, oh man, he is not into this. He at was all. just, was he just surprised or is he still really into Ray in that way? I think he's still really, I mean, look at the hug afterwards. I think he's still really into Ray. But at the end of the movie too, Finn is taking care of Rose and Ray notices and is like, Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the first sign of them being like, Oh, look at Ray. Now this is the first time you see Ray going, Oh, Hey Finn. Like, Oh, I'm noticing you now. Like you've never had Ray notice Finn. That was the first time you've had her notice Finn. So there's going to be a, there's going to be a conflict between these characters in the next movie, obviously I think. And it's going to, you know, it's going to elevate to Hmm. some, you know, whatever it is, but, I think yeah, that's the, yeah. I'm kind of setting that up at least. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, if Ray is just going to be a friend forever. Or... Yeah, I mean, are they, are they friend zoned? Are they? You know, <laughs> is she ever going to know that Finn cares about her, which he obviously does? You know, these are all things I think have to get resolved. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Aaron? This whole triangle situation. Well, I was just thinking about what John said about like the conflict in like the next movie. I think that uh, now Rose and you know Ray may have some higher place amongst the resistance ranks in the next one, and that's gonna yeah, that's gonna play into it as well. Ooh, that's a good point too. Yeah, two generals who uh, you know maybe maybe Rose and Finn do get together, and Ray starts getting jealous and. Maybe that conflicts with her, you know. That, that brings her to the dark side of the yeah, force, yeah, and know. she she turns into a a, a Sith. No, no, don't, what, that's not, not going to happen. Sorry, Jedi aren't allowed to love, right? You know, the Jedi aren't, but Force users that are more what? mindful of, <laughs> or is that a prequel thing? Is the love thing only a prequel thing, or is that attachments a- forbid, possessions okay. forbid, love? Encouraged, one might say. Is that the line that Anakin gives Padme? I don't even. I, uh, yeah, him lying to her because I don't think they ever encouraged <laughs> love. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Luke was trying to push her to do, you know, like a different way, not like the Jedi. Yeah, it's it's kind of like okay, let's not make. Bring this yeah, back that's to, true. Bring this back to the the real the real world. Okay, 
Maybe it's not the best idea for priests to be celibate because they do all these evil things sexually because they've got all this pent up stuff. Similar thing to Jedi. Maybe maybe the Jedi should not be all celibate because that that'll that'll make them turn dark. uh, I mean, the movie is called The Last Jedi. Maybe the Jedi get renamed in the next movie, and it's like this whole new breed of warriors because they throw out all the old rules that kind of like set them up for failure. Yeah, so to me, like the last Jedi was was named for Luke, not for yeah, Leia. probably yeah, I, I agree, and, uh, or or even Leia. I, I kind of still think Leia was the opening crawl. <laughs> What's the chosen one? And Luke just I sucks. mean the opening <laughs> the opening crawl of the Force Awakens mentions Luke Skywalker, the last Jedi. That is literally in the oh, okay. opening crawl. Oh, is it really? Awakens. Yeah, I don't is it really? <laughs> it <is literally laughs> well, I remember right there being there. like a lot of you know talk about who was the last Jedi. Is like Ray continuing on as a Jedi or not? Well, I, I, I mean, I, I remember that online, and then I remember a bunch of yeah. people being like, "Well, Jedi is plural. It doesn't make sense because Jedi is a plural word. So there's more so, than one last Jedi. So there's, Luke there's is so Luke is last Jedi, but then I think Ray becomes the next last Jedi. Like, Again, if the Jedi is something that is going to continue, which I, you yeah, know, maybe the, very it true, mm-hmm. doesn't maybe it gets a whole new meaning. Yeah, and because is, is, is Kylo a Sith? He yeah, does not. He does not have an apprentice else as well. He doesn't have an apprentice, and obviously, uh, Snoke was not a Sith. Apparent, according to the Star Wars, uh, one of the new encyclopedias that came out, Snoke was not a Sith. Mm. Hmm. He's just a Force he's user. Just, he's just a Force user. Yeah. Yeah, I've read some of the books. Snoke has not come up uh, yet in, in the books I've been reading. The- I, I was kind of happy to see Snoke die. I was never a big, like, ooh, you know, I really want to see more of this guy because he looks like a potato that someone, like, stepped on. You know, I was just kind of like... Yeah. I, I liked like, oh. him. I liked him more in this movie than the last one. I liked him more in this movie than the last one, but in the Force Awakens, I was honestly like, really, like this is too much like the Emperor. Like it's just some dude. Yeah, it did seem like that a little bit. Yeah, I was just like, uh. so when he died, when they cut him in half, I was just like, whatever, cool. <laughs> For me, like, I was really surprised because I thought that they were gonna throw the lightsaber to Ray, then they were gonna start like fighting off all those other like. Um, uh, uh, the guards in red. The crayon. So why the guards? Why the guards? Why the guards care after Snoke's dead? They they're like, okay, we failed. Because they're freaking robots. They're trained from like when they get taken in to just you know fight but, for. But but they already failed. There's no point. In- they again. They're they're like you know how Phasma <laughs> talks about Finn. Like he's tra- they're trained to uh, not deviate from whatever they tell them. That's the same thing. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Same things were if Hitler died. You know, if the Nazis who were who were there, Hitler's main man, they're not going to stop. Just be like, oh yes, it's okay now. They, they they watched Hitler die. They're going to freaking pull out their guns and like start, you know, taking that out was, the dude who took that out Hitler. That was such a good scene. I love oh, that. That was one of the scene. best scenes in probably all of Star Wars. And for for a moment, it's like, okay, is uh, is uh, Kylo gonna? Oh, yeah, good you, now. Is he yeah, back to Ben? You really don't know. You're like, is Ray bad? Is Kylo going good? Like, you really have no clue what's going on. That's what kind of makes the scene awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, let's see. And I love the Snoke reading his mind and predicting something that didn't happen. Well, it happened in a different way. Well, but the, your true enemy is yeah. yeah no, well, the dark yeah. side clouds people's thoughts, right? So that's where I kind of think like Kylo was kind of taking advantage of him. He's like, yeah, you can see what I'm thinking, but you really don't know like who it's about, sort of, you know, right. yeah. sort of thing. So, hmm. 
I don't know if I give Kylo that much credit. He's he's not very wise. I, I thought so. I thought the Kyle character was really. I, I enjoyed him more in this movie than I, I did. See, the last movie, yeah, I did not like him that much. He was, he was very whiny in the last movie, which I get the character point. But in this movie, I think they justify the whininess. Where you're like, wow, every every leader this guy has had has kind of just screwed him over. His dad abandoned him from Luke. Luke screwed him over because he thought he was a traitor to him. And Snoke just was using him the whole time. So like this dude has been screwed over by like every father figure he's had. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like, oh, I see why you're whiny. You're kind of whiny because you know everyone's told you how awesome you are, then they just screw you over. So, but he's still not very smart. Yeah, yeah it's so he couldn't have premeditated that. Otherwise, Snoke would have known the plan. This only worked because he saw his lightsaber on the ground and saw the other one in that, on the spot. Came up with that idea. Yeah, because he's like, unpredictable and he's he's wild. Uh, yeah, that's he couldn't have worked any other way. Otherwise, Snoke would have seen right through it. Um, um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? So, what about the, the uh, D- DJ character? So, the DJ person they pick up on uh, Canto Bite. Yeah, the, the, the whole, selling uh, the, the the codes like he has the resistance codes. What what's that business all about? He's just the code breaker, right? He's just a a or a code breaker. I don't know. It was. Um, I really hate that moment. It's like, oh god, dude, he just killed the entire resistance with that code reveal. I I, 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 I don't know. How I feel about the character. I thought it was good. I kind of I, I liked it. Um, Was it whole? Was that whole thing necessary again? Like, did they do the best they could to to do what they did? You know, I've talked to a lot of people, and they're like, "We, you know, they could have just they could have just done the same thing without having that whole storyline. They could have ended up in the same place without that storyline." I don't know. I thought it was kind of a interesting way for. I thought the DJ character was there to push Finn to the resistance. Like DJ was like, you know, oh, you know, you can. The good guys and the bad guys bad their you know buy their weapons from the same people you know the, everyone's you know not everyone's the same page you know or everyone's got these flaws and Finn's kind of like it kind of pushed Finn to go no not everyone has these flaws like you know I'm gonna fight for mm-hmm. the resistance like so th- I thought that was okay yeah yeah um okay uh the escape uh to the salt planet so Holdo actually has a plan Leia's at a Leia's out of the hospital, and after a brief stunt of some treason from <laughs> Poe, they're, they're on their way to escaping to the salt planet. She stuns Poe. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I love it. They just laugh off Poe. It's like, oh, he, we, we, he does that sometimes. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, and then she was like, I like him a lot. I was like, woman, you did not like him a lot. You were just, like, treating him like garbage. And she's all like, oh, Leia. It's just Poe. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, <laughs> so I've heard this explained that it's like, uh, uh, some people are att- like a- attracted to very passionate people, even if their intention, even if their uh, actions are wrong, but their intentions are in the right, their hearts in the right place, kind of thing. That's, it was just it was yeah. just weird because the Holdo or hold whatever her name is the whole time was like you know this guy's a troublemaker all this stuff and then to see her character shift after Leia just stunned him it's just like 
oh, Poe's really great. We love Poe. Like, he <laughs> had the best intentions, right? Like, she had never, that, that had never, I don't know. It was very strange to me. Yeah, yeah. So, again, yeah, I, so the, the, yeah. again, it was just a little bit of laziness, I thought, on the story. Like, we're just using this to get through. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the plan, ultimately, is there's these little lifeboats that can get them to an old um, base, resistance base, while the big ship that Holdo's going to stay back on uh, is the distraction. And they're so small that they won't see these little ships until DJ gives them the code. And then, oh, there's all these ships. You can see them, yeah. Yeah. And then the big moment of the movie comes where we, we, get, to the, see, yeah. we get to see something remarkable. It's like one of those things that you think about, like as a kid, and you think about, yeah. like, wouldn't it be cool to see? Or, like, you think, like, why don't these ships hit other ships when they're flying through hyperspace? Like, why, you know, why doesn't that, why don't we ever see that happening? And then you get to see it. And, like, literally, you hear, when I, when I saw it on opening night, the entire theater was just like, <gasps> yeah, it got, like, yes. silent. Like, everyone <laughs> yeah. was like, whoa. Like, because I think it's the only time in Star Wars where there's literally zero audio. It was like, nope. nothing. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Ten the, seconds. Uh, Attack of the Clones. Oh, Django Fett's uh, seismic bomb. Oh, the seismic bomb. Yeah, that makes. Yeah, which that is a good that, audio yeah. effect. But this is the longest. But, yeah, uh, that silence. was only like a couple seconds. This is like a straight ten seconds <laughs> yes. of silence in a movie that has so much like you know audio. Yeah, was, some, th- some theaters had a sign outside the door uh, at whatever minute marker there will be silence. Don't worry, that's like, normal. Oh really? Which that's, I'm glad our theater didn't have that. Yeah, why so, would that's that's a really thing weird thing to put on. Some some place. dumb audiences don't know any better. Oh, they thought it was like broken or something. Mm-hmm. What would they do? Like just start yelling and get up? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like, I think. Uh, I think also uh, it was more. Uh, it was more, I guess, for the projectionists to make sure that they knew. Which you know, fair enough. What, uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, but anyways, uh, really great moment. That's so. The yeah. one ship takes down an entire fleet of uh, Imperial ships. Well, no, it took out Snoke's ship, right? And uh, a couple Star Destroyers as well. But it only really took out, like, a lot of people, sur- I feel like, survived on Snoke's ship because it only, like, took it out of operation, but it was right. fl- Fair. floating yeah. in space, mm-hmm. space. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I loved it. So Rogue One, they did bumping. They did, like, space bumping where uh, they. they uh, they would ram up against ships to use the Star Destroyers to attack other ships, uh, which was great. So this is like a step beyond that. Of like, let's just go to light speed. That'll do it. That moment when you realize what she's going to do, you're like, she, they're not going to do that. That's crazy. <laughs> you're like, no, this is Star Wars. They don't do that. And then you're like, oh, man, they're doing it. Yeah, and then you're breaking, like, Holy Is this breaking some like rules of engagement that you're not allowed to do this? I don't, I mean, isn't that what isn't that what a new trilogy is about? Like seeing stuff we yeah. haven't seen before. Like people get pissed because they want the same thing, but they want something new at the same time. Like plus, why why not? Uh, why don't they just have uh, the the first order do this on them? It's I don't like, know. I yeah. loved it. Like well, I was great. Like, yeah, it was great. I have to, but like the resistance, you have to fight with what you have. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's what they had. This is this is. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Well, yeah, I I think that is something that we saw throughout the movie too. You know, when they're on that that sand planet, they had to use like those really crappy things flying through on like the ground, and yeah. <laughs> but like this ship didn't have any like weapons, didn't have any other fuel, and yeah, it's it like lights you left in them. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of like fighting dirty. Like I got nothing yeah. left. I'm just gonna do what I can to take you <laughs> out, man. 
Like, I'm going to punch you where it hurts, like, no matter did what. Did we see what happened to that ship that did the light speed? Uh, I'm pretty sure it got annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you, you sort of see it in like, you know, kind of destroyed at the end of that trail when they show the, it's like a trail through the ship. Then at the end of it, there's like a little cloud area. That's what I thought was the ship. So there's no chance uh, she survived that one. No. Yes. Oh, gosh. Uh, meanwhile, um, BB-8 is kicking butt with uh, a walker on on the ship. Yeah, I, that kind of reminded me of Chewie in. Uh, oh, and Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair. Um, and then, uh, yeah, a lot of BB-8 scenes. I love the one in the very beginning where he uses his whole head to fix the repair. And, uh, yeah, that was funny. I thought that was funny. Then he got broken a couple times. His head goes flying off. Because it's magnets, you know. Magnets come off. I thought, I mean, BB's there for the kids, right? Let's be honest. BB-8's there for the kids. I love BB-8. I'm fine with I love BB-8. Like, He's better than R2. Let's be real. No, whoa, what no. the hell? What? what the hell? Yeah, much better than R2. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Much more personality. No, much... what? No, there's like no He's personality. He's so cute, a little cat. But that doesn't mean that he has personality. He's got personality. R two has has better like than R2. No, no good looks, right? So he has to make up for it with with all this all this character and personality. Uh, I would uh, I would put uh, BB eight against R two any day. No, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Even if you played with the uh, the robot R two and the robot uh, BB eight from Sphero, you know that R two is more fun. <laughs> I disagree. Oh no! I play with both of them. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean I thought there was I could have I could have taken a little bit more R two in this movie. I understand you know he's an older generation character and they want everyone to have you know the newbies to have the spotlight. I could his take batteries him. are his batteries are wearing out. His batteries are wearing low. Uh, you know I can go without C three PO. Like goddamn, just kill that character off. The, the red right. arm is is no. <laughs> <long>. <laughs> Oh red God. arm. What happened to his red arm? We got a new arm. Like his only only reason C three PO exists is to tell the story in A New Hope. That was literally his entire purpose. His purpose is done. <laughs> He's a translator. He translated it, things in the other movies. Oh my God! Very helpful. Um, he was a god to the Ewoks. Very helpful. <sighs> I more like, I like C three PO. More like, laziness. Uh, he's, he's in every. Uh, he's in every movie. He's, no, he's not in every. Well, episode one, is, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's not in two. He's. A, I think R two is the only character that is in every Star Wars movie. I'm pretty sure R two is the only character that's in every Star Wars movie. I gotta look this up. This is disturbing. <laughs> I thought I, thought I don't think see, I know you see three PO when Anakin's building him in uh, one. I think you see him in three. Okay, okay, here we go. Uh, Shmi, she's at Shmi with Shmi and and Tatooine. In what episode? Episode two. She's on Tatooine when uh, oh, Anakin goes. Oh, when Anakin goes back to like save his yep, mom. Yeah, yeah. She's mm-hmm. all like you know not saved. Yep. So she is, uh, in, and he's even in uh, in Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, I get, anyways, you know, anyways, you guys don't like C three PO. I mean, I, he's okay. I, you know, he's just like, like you're, you're kind of at this They're, point. You're shoehorning him in at this point. Yeah, <laughs> they did have a good replacement of him in Rogue One, that uh, Imperial uh, droid. 
They don't have a replacement in the new trilogy for a C-3PO yet. They don't need a replacement. Like, like I said, he served his purpose. His purpose was to tell the story. Uh, he was like literally a narrator that was that was on screen for the first movie. <laughs> and not the whole movie. It was like the first half. Like they needed him for the first act to like tell <laughs> the story of the movie and then like, okay, cool, you're done. Like Very true. Very true. Like your character has used all his usefulness up. Thank you. So Okay, other other old characters. Akbar. What the hell of just killing off Akbar off screen? Would you want to see it? <laughs> well, I mean, some more respect to the general, General Akbar. I think I I heard someone say it would have been awesome to see Akbar shoot that ship into light speed. Yeah, into, why did? Uh, yeah, why was Akbar in, there instead of Hold though? It's like yeah. Again, like I don't know. Akbar has literally only had like twenty seconds on screen in the entire series, <laughs> and people are freaking out because he just got killed off. Now, um, it is fair to say the voice of Akbar, Eric Bowserfeld, uh, died. I believe when was this? It was before. It was like a year ago or so. Oh man, that's a bummer. Um. Yeah. So that makes sense that they wouldn't want to keep him around because of that. Didn't he say something in this movie? Didn't he have a line? He had one yeah. line. He did. He did. Yeah. I don't know if it was taken from elsewhere. Or they had a different actor for it. Um, hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he did die. I'm trying to find the date. April fourth, two thousand sixteen. So it's been a couple of years. Two thousand sixteen. He he might have had time to record the uh, audio. I don't know. That's a bummer. That's yeah. Nice. So that, that does make sense that uh, that character is no longer with us. Uh, what about, we got to talk about uh, Phasma. Phasma, yeah. Metal suit. Um, <laughs> Again, uh, do you think she's dead? Uh, I think they made it clear this time. Yeah, yeah. I think she's dead. I thought she was dead after the last movie, to be quite honest. Yeah? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> if she like, does yeah, come she... back, it's just going to be a thing that it just Keeps she just keeps back. coming back. It's like the Kenny of Star Wars. Well, do they, yeah. they, they don't show her dead, do they? They just they show her flying to a fire pit. Yeah. <laughs> so she got uh, that metal suit. You know, anything could survive that, right? Like yeah. they showed uh, they showed Boba Fett flying into that that tar pit monster, and we assumed he was dead. Like, well, I'm you can escape sure... with the weapons he's got. It's a slow digestion period. You know? Oh Jesus! Oh God! <laughs> this is another one of those things that a lot of people were pissed to buy because they felt like Phasma was built up in the first movie. I don't think Phasma was built up in the first movie, and people said they were mad they didn't see more of her. I kind of can see that. She had a good send off, though. If this was a she send-off. had a good send off, and like people like obsess over Boba Fett, and but when you look back in the movies, Boba Fett literally had less than yes. three minutes of screen time He's with so like great literally four words. He He's... literally said four words, and people make him out to be the biggest character. Phasma had way more screen time than Boba Fett ever had, so. To all these people getting mad that we didn't see enough Phasma, like we saw plenty of this character. I'm sorry, They're like, <laughs> like she did what she needed to do, and plus that fight was badass. It was, yeah. Um, Hux, Hux, what do you guys? This guy's a joker. I mean, let's be real. He's he's like a wannabe, you know, uh, authoritarian kind of dude. Is he there for comedy relief? I can't tell. Ah, uh, so. He's there to be the sidekick to, you know, Snoke and uh, and now um, Kylo, right? Yeah, I guess. 
They did. I mean, I thought it was funny when he almost pulled out like his gun and when he was going to just like murder, murder, like you know, make sure Kylo's dead. And he was like, "Oh, oh okay, you're still alive." Like that was pretty <laughs> funny. I thought, like we've never seen anyone in Star Wars. I feel like be so. I guess maybe we have, but that was. I thought we that have, was, yeah. Like I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. That was pretty funny. I thought that was cool. He's okay. Yeah, he's I, no. He's no Tarkin. Let's be real. He's no Tarkin. Again, Tarkin. You know. I don't. I don't need another Tarkin. Tarkin was a little too uptight. Like I kind of like how he's just kind of like this guy who got stuck in this position, and now he's just like stuck fulfilling all these guys' orders, who are obviously like crazed maniacs, like Snoke and Kylo. He's just like this dude who's like unfortunately the leader of this this uh, you know uh, forced order. I keep wanting to call it Empire. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so they did. They did call them rebels at certain points in the movie. Yeah, they're bringing it back, which I liked. I like the resistance. Yeah, I don't know. They're using the rebel. They use the rebel sign in the old movie too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we saw that in episode seven, did we? I don't know. I forget. Yeah, I don't know. So the battle of crate. So I love the salt planet idea. This is the brilliant way to introduce yet another planet. Where we've already had the snow planet. We got the forest planet. We're running out of planets. I mean, Spiro. <laughs> Was brilliant idea. Galaxy. Yeah, well, yeah. Running out of places. I mean, yeah, running out of places. What else can you do with the planet? We've, I mean, all, plants are entire ecosystems. I mean, wasn't we, wasn't the salt planet and the red stuff underneath just a way to like make sure you were aware that Luke wasn't really there? Like the whole. I think it's ground. more than that. I think it's a good visually. There's a lot of red in this movie, like the the throne room, and there's just. Really good use of red, and this planet is like—it's just so beautiful. Seeing those speeder things cut into the salt, it's just beautiful to look at. I agree. I liked it. That—that's why I think I don't. It's nice that you can't see his footprints, but you could have done that in snow or sand. I mean, that's fair. That's true. So, did did you guys catch the nose footprints the first viewing? Not the first viewing. No. No. I was totally going along in the first viewing with Luke. It's like, okay, Luke, he's, he's pretty powerful at this point, right? So, sure, I was even like, sure, a lightsaber can go through him. He's probably he's Luke. He's probably figured out a way to not get hurt by lightsabers. It took me a long time to figure out. Now, the one thing that tipped me off that it wasn't uh, the real Luke was that uh, like Leia sensed him there before he even like arrived. So mm-hmm. from her sensing him there, I I knew that it wasn't really him. It was like some stronger like you know the force being used on the first so, viewing. Yeah, in retrospect or during? One. I've only seen it once, so it was during. Like right really? when she like looked up and she like sensed him. And then it showed him kind of come in to the screen. Then I was like, uh, see, I, it worked perfectly on me because mm-hmm. it was literally not this until the second he put his sword through him and that he opened his eyes on the island. I was like, Oh my God. That's I like it. worked. Yeah. Like, even with the it, sword going through for me, it's like, okay, I'm yeah, just, I, he's, it, he's got this. He's, he, you know, the lasers, he deflected. He's like Darth Vader. You know, lasers, lightsabers doesn't matter. Well, he's, but what about know. when he like, when the lightsaber flew by his face, he didn't even like burn him or anything. Oh, when he like went down. Yeah. So I thought that was just like a cool matrix move. I thought that was just, <laughs> yeah. And but I then, really did think when the lightsaber went through his body, he just found a way to like absorb that energy somehow. Well at, first, well, at first when Kylo like slices through him, I thought 
oh my god, they killed Luke. They you know they Darth Mauled Luke. I thought is that the way they're gonna <laughs> like is that the way they're gonna kill Luke? Like really, just cut him in half? Like <laughs> after all this, you're just gonna cut Luke Skywalker in half? And then then we turns around, and he wasn't cut in half. I was like, what the? F-? And that's when you, my brain started thinking like something's going on here. Like right, yeah, there's some some something's going on. When I like. I don't know. I heard some people say that it, they were thinking it was um, like an Obi Wan thing, you know, where he like sacrifices. Yeah, they himself. did not do that. Where he just got cut, and then he. Well, he kind of did sacrifice himself, right? He did, but yeah, he did. But, they did it, in but a not way. in the same way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, such a badass yeah. way to go, though. I, I like, agree. I Luke, like the way Luke wins by not fighting again. Uh, I mean, do you, were you guys surprised Luke died? No, I wasn't really surprised. I like I thought they were just gonna you know kill them off. everyone. Like yeah, yeah, like everyone from the from the original was gonna be gone after except this, the, except the droids, of course. So yeah, a lot of people I were talked were mad that Luke got killed off, and honestly, I kind of assumed Luke was gonna get killed off since like Episode Seven. Like as soon as I saw yeah. the Force Awaken, I assumed well, if Han dies in this one, Luke has to die in the next one, right? Like. And then Leia in the third one. And then Leia in the next one. I'm like, yeah, it's, they're literally, you know, they're going one by one. Yeah, in each movie, like, the next one was, I think, supposed to focus around Leia, which is sad. Yeah. yeah so so I wasn't surprised at all. In fact, the way they did it, I, like, I'm so happy they didn't just cut Luke up and just kill him. Like, Yeah, this he, is, he had his moments with the, the dual yeah, sons. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Do you think the dual sons was him just seeing that? I think it was he, he was seeing that, yeah. Yeah. That's what I because the that, that music kicked before, that, yeah. that music kicked in of like oh man it's so good so I thought you know it was definitely a surprise you know if you're gonna it was very creative I didn't see it coming like I never thought oh man he's he never left the planet I didn't see that happening till they showed it so for me it really worked and like I couldn't have thought of a better way to kill yeah Luke than what he's they like the most powerful Jedi ever at that point is like. Yeah, exactly. Like he like he literally says to Kylo, you know, if you kill me, I'm just going to be more powerful. And you know, he said it like we said, see you around, kid. And he's gonna he's gonna come back. So. Yeah. Hint at it with Ray being next to Kylo. It's like, how are you doing this? You can't be here. This would this kind of amount of energy would kill you. Yeah. It's like oh, so yeah. He I Luke must have known this was a one time use thing, and then he's done, right? I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, he hasn't used the Force in so long. I'm pretty sure he was like, I'm going to use everything I got left to just. Yeah, yeah, like so he disconnected himself from the force. Like he like disconnected that uh, that USB plug to the force, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Stop charging. Uh, yeah, he stopped charging. Yeah. I mean yeah, Do you have any thoughts as to that at all? I mean, he seemed to just like Yoda in Obi Wan, they were training um, when they got ex, you know, exiled, Luke's were like, they? I'm, I'm just done. Were they training? Because I'm pretty sure Yoda was like a freaking like maniac hermit <laughs> at that point. I know Obi Wan was training and commuting with Qui Gon. That's that uh, that was mentioned at the end of uh, Episode Three. You have some training for him. Oh, I have some training for you. That's right. He says that. Yeah, and he learned how to become a he learned how to become a Force ghost through that training. I think is oh, is that what it was? Like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I learned a new skill. That's right. He mm-hmm. said, I learned mm-hmm. a new skill. I want to teach it to you. That's right. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. He said an old friend, Qui-Gon, has returned. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he does. Yep. So they're among, they're among the first Force ghosts. And I'm sure, Luke, I'm sure Luke has learned that skill. Um, he disappeared into the Force. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I do love when they just fire on Luke with everything they have. And Hawks is like, you think we got him? 
Yeah, yeah, I like that part too. I like they had the same guy in the Imperial Walker, the AT-AT, as they did in Empire Strikes Back. The guy who says when they when they, when they fly husk against the wall or whatever, and he goes, "Whatever you'd like, sir." You know, that's the same guy who's in the Imperial Walkers, I think, as in uh, Empire Strikes Back. I'm pretty sure. I'll I, have I, a look. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I think I'm right on that, but he looks very familiar. Yeah, that whole, I thought that whole scene was great. And to be quite honest, before they got to the salt planet, um, crate, it's crate, right? Yeah. yeah before yep, they got yep. to the salt planet crate, I was like, you know what? This movie has pretty much had everything but a really badass scene with the Millennium Falcon. And guess what we got? We got a badass scene with the Millennium Falcon, yeah. crate, like doing some dog fighting. So yeah, it flies through the mines. I love exactly. Like part. yeah. So yeah. at that point in the movie, I was like, man, we've really gotten everything. Like. I could ask for in this movie. I was mm-hmm. by that point, I was satisfied. Yeah. Anything else was just like you know, wrap it up cherries. What do you think of the ice ice foxes? Oh yeah, okay. It's a yeah. is a you know, it's just a way for them to. I think it was just a one time uh, thing. They they needed something there that could kind of lead a path. Uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Li- I loved how Ray was using her force powers at the end. Like, okay, full Jedi action there. Yeah, that was and cool. that that the moment of uh, Ray meeting uh, Poe for the first time was like, oh, we've been through two movies, and now yeah, yeah I had kind of forgot that they hadn't even met. I was I didn't like, even, what? I didn't even realize they hadn't yeah. met until they met, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, and uh, yeah, and Finn uh, finally gets to see Ray again, which is good. That hug, though, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And what else? And then they go off and uh, retreat somewhere. And then, uh, you know, uh, well, you know, the lightsaber, Luke's lightsaber got cut or destroyed two pieces during the Snoke fight. And uh, Leia obviously says to, or doesn't obviously, she says to Rhea, you know, we have everything we need right here, which is obvious that she's going to rebuild a lightsaber and... She's going to yeah. make her, her own lightsaber for the next movie. Which yeah, is... I love how it pans out from Ray and Leia, just backs out from that close-up on them, too. So it like ends with Leia and Ray, which is perfect. Uh, we kind of skipped over talking about Ray's parents and what Kylo says to yeah. her. Um, what do you guys think of that? I don't, I don't necessarily think I believe that. From a certain point of view, it could be true could be true but it could be them pushing this off to the next movie to leave a surprise for us could be so her not having an important parent would uh go into the whole philosophy of anyone can be a jedi and doesn't matter who your parents are anyone can do great things and uh, was it, i mean wasn't anakin like from yeah, nowhere i was gonna say it would have been just like anakin mm-hmm. anakin was uh well he was he was consumed by the Force, uh, the Anakin. fatherless uh, child. Of the... Anakin had midichlorians, right? They, yeah, they had, he was. They, his they father, measured, his father was the midichlorians, and his mother. Was oh, that's the... right. She was the Virgin. Yeah, uh, the Virgin oh, Mary. Yeah, yeah. That was this, that's when. Oh, don't remind me why I hate. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, I forgot it too because it was <laughs> this most ridiculous crap I had ever heard. <laughs> the whole concept, like, literally, is just a spit in the face of the original Star Wars, like. What? You're bored with this crap? Like, what? 
that's you're infected. That's not what you told us. Yeah, that's what if, uh, what if they bring that back though and say like no Ray. Yeah, Ray doesn't have Ray is yeah, like the same <laughs> way. They had oh, one God, person no. go to the dark side, one go to the light, and mm-hmm. it's just the balance. Yeah. Yeah. And Ray comes that Ray comes to power. Ray comes to her power as Kylo comes to his power, so Ray, the force like awakens her at just the right time for to combat Kylo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm not sure if I believe uh, Kylo or not. I want to say I do, but maybe he. I don't just, believe anything he says. Lying. I think he's yeah. Yeah, I'm with Aaron. Just like, someone that's supposed to be hated, and so I think he's just so bad that what he, like he's he's just always out to sabotage. Yeah, he's uh, he's trying to push her to his side. Like yes, he's using exactly. that as a like. You're saying a dark side user is manipulative? Never. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like isn't that kind of what Palpatine did to Anakin? He kind of just like kept yeah. telling him all this old, totally. Yes. Yeah. Together, like, we'll find a way to to bring back people from the dead. Like yeah, like oh, you got this person, you know, Ben Kenobi or whatever. Yeah, he doesn't. You can't trust him. Why are you trusting this guy? Like, I don't know. It's kind of along the same lines. I feel like. Yeah. And uh, the the boy on Cantobite, they're, they're telling the the story of the legend of Luke Skywalker, and. Uh, the boy has force powers. Um, again, again, I think they're just trying to push that anyone can have this power sort of narrative. You don't think we'll <laughs> fast forward ten years in the next movie? And the boy oh no, no, oh, movie. no! Don't get me wrong. I don't think that, <laughs> that was definitely Disney being like, "All right, here we go. Here's three more movies right there." Could yeah. that be the, the Could that be the Ryan trilogy? That boy? Oh yeah! Come on, of course. You think that's it? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. That's Disney being Disney right there. That's just some seed planning. But uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I heard that if this was a Marvel movie, this would have been a mid-credits sequence. But since it's Star Wars, they don't do those. Thank God they, they put don't it do there. that. Yeah. If you did stay toward the end, you did see the um, tribute towards tribute Carrie, towards Fisher? Carrie mm-hmm. Fisher. Yeah. 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 I stayed all the way through the credits. I didn't. Recall. That's good. Tribute. Yeah. Yeah. It is respectful because there are a lot of people who put a lot of work into the movie, and you know. It's... Yeah, I always try to stay towards the end of the credits, especially when I'm going alone to, yeah. to the theater. Um, the music was so good. Like I, I love what they did with John Williams with the Force Awakens, but this is built on that and was yeah. just. It made me really like what uh, he did with Force Awakens even more. The themes just were were really well done. Well, I felt like they they didn't stick out, which was good because it just fit in with what was going on. So it's just, a, you know, it just be kind of became a part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens, it kind of maybe stuck out a little bit more, just, but this was just so seamless. Like it felt like it was just like, you know, the music was playing while they were shooting. It, it didn't feel like they added it in. It just felt like the natural part of mm-hmm. the production, yeah. which yeah. is, you know, what more could you want? Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was just some crazy, just well shot, scenes like just beautiful beautifully shot um but yeah anything else to say on this uh i i should just mention every scene with carrie fisher i just was tearing up every every bit minute of it i can say i'm definitely i was definitely very satisfied with luke's and leia's last conversation together that was yeah that made me like literally that made me very happy i liked luke's wink to see therapio I think it was kind of just a nod to like how ridiculous C-3PO's character is that Luke would just wink at it. Like, you know, it's just like a nod like, Hey, remember all that? Remember how important you were? Like, I remember. 
<laughs> I remember you. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, I, I you know, I, I want to see it again. I want to see this movie again. And obviously yeah, I'll get I want to see it a lot more times. <laughs> obviously great. I'm going to watch it a million times once it comes on. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, on video sure. or whatever, but I'd like to see it at least probably one more time in theaters. Yeah, it's really good. I don't know if I'll be able to wait till whenever to see it at home. You know, um, Blade Runner had like a three-month turnaround time, two-month turnaround time. I feel like movies are so much quicker these days. Yeah, Blade Runner was in theaters in October, and I now have it on my iTunes account. I feel like Force Awakens, it was, in, it was it like was only quick. till April or May. Yeah, we got it. Well, the solo movie comes out in May, so I'm guessing this will hit video in April. I right? heard some really yeah. bad things about that movie. <laughs> hopefully it's not bad like they're saying. It, hopefully not. I, I heard rumors that Disney was prepared for it to just like be a piece of garbage. That's what I heard. I'm hoping <laughs> that is not the case. I really do. That I really hope it's not the case. I, it is I, a prequel. We, so. It's not. It is a prequel. Well, it's yeah, like Rogue One. And it's and Rogue One is a prequel. It's the Rogue best One was great. Yeah. Rogue One is the best prequel we've gotten. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, Disney. Yeah. No, no bad Star Wars movies, Disney. I don't. I just think it's inevitable. Like when you make one every year, you're gonna have some <laughs> that, that don't like get it all right. That's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm. I guess I'm happy they're trying. Yeah. They haven't announced what the next anthology is. Have oh, they? I think they hinted it's gonna be Obi One. Ooh. So you know, Ewan McGregor never got his due. I would love to see him with a good director. He's the, he's the he's best the, part of the prequels. Yes. Like, let's be honest. They give him an awesome movie. That would be amazing. If he's they... literally the only, like he like sticks out because you're like, wow, you're pretty good. And everyone else is really bad. Like wow, you're actually a, you could fit in star Wars. Everyone else. You're like, what the, f-? I liked Qui-Gon Qui-Gon. I liked Qui-Gon mm, man. Qui-Gon's character is so dry. Even like a uh, uh, what's who plays Qui Gon? What's it? Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson, yeah, Liam dude. Neeson yeah. was so upset with that character when he saw the movie. <laughs> he was so pissed that he signed up for that. Ian McGregor, yeah. I thought was really good. Yeah, uh, if they get him back for a uh, uh, anthology movie, that'd be. I think he said he'd great. love to do it. I think he yeah. pretty much came out and said, "Like, I'm mm-hmm. totally down for that'd that." That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Whew. Anything else to say? Think uh, yeah, I was saying this the other day. I think people just love to hate, so stop hating on this movie. Just go out there and make your own opinion. <laughs> I don't think people appreciate how hard it is to make. I, I think I said this like the other day. This movie has been forty years in the making. Like when yeah. people left the theater at Return of the Jedi, they were already forming their thoughts on what was it going to be like to see Luke the next time they saw Luke. So they've literally been mm-hmm. thinking for forty years. And have all these expectations of who Luke is going to be, what this, how's the story going to be, what's going on, and nothing they could have done could have probably you know met up to what people have been imagining for forty years. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because it's the first Star Wars I think ever where I sat down and every time I thought something was going to go a certain way, it didn't, and I like that. Like that was that's cool to me. It's a new trilogy. I just don't want it to be you know I don't want it to be a rehash. I I, I liked it. Yeah, is. Yeah, it was very different from what I thought it'd be, in a good way. Um, yeah, but it, it was kind of weird to me that, that it did not end on a cliffhanger. Really, this was a nice ending to this story. And I, again, I don't think Empire really ended on a. 
I, it did, though. You're off to Tatooine the save Han. From I know, but I feel like this movie's cliffhanger is like, wow, they're really in the dumper. Like, you know, like, oh, wow. Yeah, like, they got nowhere to go but up. Yeah, there. that's like, fair. Like, it's pretty much a cliffhanger is like, well... They lost. I mean, they didn't. Right? They didn't leave it. They didn't leave it with them about to attack on the salt planet. Like they could. Yeah, they literally. It. They could have ended the movie a lot of places. Yeah, and they did. Like, I honestly kept thinking, like, this is done, like, right? when is this going to end? Like, yeah, are they going to end it before they like they're going to the salt planet? I thought they'd like maybe end it before that, but if you saw the trailers, of course not. But yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, in May the solo movie comes out, and hopefully that's not bad. So we'll see. Then we have what? Uh, two years until nine. When's nine hit? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, episode nine release date December twentieth, twenty nineteen. So it's um, yeah, we got a bit. We got a bit. Cool. Um, Aaron, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me most places at AL Rivera four two three. And John, what about you? John, you are muted. Whoa! I didn't even realize. Uh, you can find me everywhere on the internet at John Wesley. Cool. And my handle is T C H A T N. And uh, we'll be back for another episode of Club Nintendo in a little bit. And back to Nintendo topics next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Amazon, Google, Apple, Android, iOS, Alexa, Siri, technology, sci-fi, video games, tablets, computers, flash drives, toys, weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever. Every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network.